It served to keep us hidden and offered some protection from the weather for our naked bodies. Even though my human skin didn't get cold as it had before the wolf entered my soul, skin was not as good as fur. It wasn't winter yet, but the leaves had begun to change to autumn's colors, and there was a bite to the air. Da began his change as soon as we were in the oak's protection, but instead of following his example as I usually did, I hesitated. Life was easier when I let the wolf rule the man. The wolf killed and killed, and it did not turn his stomach or make him mourn for the creature he used to be. Da saw that I was hesitating and growled at me, a demand the wolf wouldn't disobey even if I wanted to. It hurt. I don't know how my father even figured out that we could change back to human. I didn't remember doing it the first time. If I thought about it too long, there were a frightening number of things I couldn't remember very well. It had taken me a while before I realized that. When my grandmother chose to use my pain to feed her magic, she sometimes stole more than just blood or flesh. Skin-absorbing fur felt like bee stings. The crack of bone was no less painful than a real break. The witch didn't want her wolves to turn human. But I didn't understand that then. Didn't understand how her magic fought the change to human. I just knew that it hurt. She must have known we changed into our human skins. I do not know why she didn't interrupt. Perhaps she was more afraid of my father than she let on. Why are we still doing this? I asked Dad while I was still on hands and knees and sweating from the required effort. What good does it do except to remind us of what we once were? He frowned at me. I made a promise to your mother, boy. When I told her what my blood was, I promised I would never allow you to stay in my mother's hands. If you lose your humanity to the wolf, then my mother has won. I stood up, waited until I was steady on my feet, then raised my hands and turned around slowly so he could see all of me, naked and filthy. There's more to being human than the resemblance I bear to Amanda. I have left humanity so far behind. No, he growled. He jerked his chin toward the other wolves. Not like they have. You know right from wrong, good from evil. It would be easier if I could forget. I knew what he would say even before he said it. He was not fond of self-pity, my da. Easier doesn't mean better. He didn't say anything more. We never talked much at times like these, when he required me to take on human form. What was there to say? Neither of us wanted to talk of people long dead, nor of the day just past, or the one to come. He believed that his mother would grow complacent and make a mistake. I had believed him long past foolish hope, but years and decades and then tens of decades had worn my faith away as a river wears away stone. But I loved my da, and I would not hurt him more with my disbelief. Let him believe in a better end than I saw. The end would come, whatever we believed, and he found comfort in that future he saw for us. I did not tell him that even if we broke free, we would still be the monsters she had made us. My dad.
He was a smart man. He knew that as well as I did. The other wolves waited, their eyes trained on my da. But it was the soft whine from Ada that my da acquiesced to. He sat down on the ground, threw back his head, and sang. I settled with my back to the oak and listened. His voice had lost the old man's quaver I'd noticed in that last winter we'd spent together as humans, just as both of us had lost the silver hair and the aging skin, made young again by my grandmother's magic or the bite of the wolf. I had no reason to ask or care. My father had no instrument but that with which he was born, but that was fine.